Welcome back to Farmers and Charmers with Big Sim League and Big Shaz Girl 3000. Dear Lord. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> Today, uh, we're talking about um, modern day terminology in, in dating. The, the, you know, the funny sort of new lingo with the youth these days. Which neither of us are, so our understanding of these terms is probably going to be slim to none. So <laughs> apologies if we get them wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We'd not exactly put either of us in the youth category anymore. So. <laughs> yeah, but um, as, as usual, we're going to sort of uh, give you an update on our lives and then um, we'll crank into the into the nitty-gritty of the topic. So, Shannon, what uh, what's going on in your life in the last three weekends? Not a lot, to be honest. Um, I have decided to go into hibernation for the winter. Um, I've realised it's actually a very common thing that I do, where if I haven't, like, started dating someone, then just for three months of the year, I'm like, I can't, cannot be bothered. Like, it's cold, it's wet, I don't really want to leave my house. Um, so I just don't, except, like, hang out with friends and things, but I just, like, avoid dating for a few months of the year. Um, so I have uninstalled all of my apps. That's a lie, actually. <laughs> I thought I'd uninstalled all of my apps and then randomly got a hinge message the other day and was like, oh, oops, I forgot about that one. Oh, well. And then I uninstalled it. So that's that's gone too. Uh, and yeah, that's that's my plan is just to hang out for a few months and I don't know I get really busy in winter I play like with all of my sports come on in winter so yep. I've got that like a few nights a week and then like on weekends I go to like obviously I'm a, I'm a Dockers member so like that takes up a weekend I'm just like I'm way busier in winter than I am in summer and it's hard to find time are you still doing so, your uh tightrope walking my my trapeze oh, trapeze. That's yes it. um no that that will stop well i think i've got two weeks of that left and then that stops for the winter like proper winter because you can't it's outdoors oh and it's a little yeah, bit yeah. dangerous to, to be flying on a trapeze when it's raining yeah so no that will uh that will take a break as well uh but yeah so i'm planning on on not dating for at least like a couple of months which any of my friends who are listening are going to be like what oh we'll see how long yeah lasts, we'll see so. how long it lasts we'll see how long until i get sad and lonely um, but I did, uh, within, I don't know, the last date that I went on was with, and, uh, this, this person is definitely going to be listening to the podcast. Uh, I was the first person who's ever slid into my DMs, like as a result of the pod that I've had agreed to go out on a date with. So that oh, was monumental wow. given that I've been doing this for like off and on for a year now. Um, and I've had, you know, a fair few people attempt to slide into the DMs. Um, but someone was finally successful. So congratulations. He knows who he is. Um, we went out for dinner and drinks. That was nice. Like we had a, he was a nice guy. He was a really nice guy. We had a nice time, but there was just no romantic vibes there at all, um, which he agreed with. Like we kind of ch- kept chit-chatting for a few days afterwards. And then I ended up sending a message and was like, because he had said, you know, it'd be good to see you again. And I had agreed and then kind of thought about it for a few days and was like, hmm. Mm, maybe not, like, when didn't really get any vibes, so I kind of messaged him and was like, hey, and I said, I would see you again, but I've decided I don't want to. And he was like, yeah, you know what, you're probably right. So that was easy. Oh, that's good. Um, but A-plus effort on his behalf, if you ever are wanting to, like, know how to slide into the DMs, literally done entire episodes about it in the past. So just, like, go back and listen to the podcast, and there is a 101 of, like, how to successfully slide into my DMs over the course of the, like, 15 episodes that we've done. so Oh, of your DMs, specifically? Yes, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. like, a DM slide in general, but it's from my opinion. So, 
like theoretically it's probably going to work on me in particular. It oh. is just like a general guide for how to successfully slide into the DMs. So just refresh but, me on what you like, Shannon. Oh, well, I think in general the rule, the rule, and this is I've said this to Simon actually, the, the rule or like the game plan will be that you follow someone you wait for them to follow you back. Yep. Then you like one of their photos, not their most recent photo that they've posted, but like not something six months ago either, like something like a month or two ago. You like one of their photos. You see if they like one of your photos back. And if they do, then you've got a free reign to slide into the DMs. And you can say oh. whatever you want at that point. Oh, yeah. And he yeah, like yeah. textbook went through that process. So oh, A plus, nice. A plus, mate. Good job. You've clearly been paid doing your homework, listening to the pod. Um, but that's my only update on my dating life is that it doesn't exist. How about right, you, cool. Sim? What's going on in your life? Uh, well, we've had three weekends since the last time we recorded. So I've been up to Broome for a weekend. Did um, uh, Horizontal Falls while we're up there. Wouldn't recommend. It's boring. Not worth the $800 at all. It is expensive. It's beautiful, but it's expensive. It's just a rapids between some rocks. It's not a falls at all. <laughs> National Geographic, your views with Big Sim League. <laughs> yeah. And the morning tea was a bit, you know, we paid $800. I got a mandarin and, and some Arnott's biscuits. Moving on. <laughs> rant rant <laughs> about <laughs> horizontal falls finished. Um, the next weekend, I decided to go back to my roots a bit and drive a tractor for the weekend. So that was nice. Earn a bit of extra cash and hang out with my mate from school and drive a tractor, which I love doing. Um, and I'm then, assuming he was seeding. Was he seeding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, this last weekend, I was in Margaret River for a friend's 30th, which was lovely. Oh, I, um, oh yeah, funny story. When I was in Margaret River, if anyone knows um, Black Brewing Co., at the entrance, there's like uh, a walkway and there's a pond either side. And it had been raining so heavily that the, the walkway was flooded and just everything looked like concrete. Hmm. And I and I was running, I was a bit behind everyone, so I was running to catch up and I thought I'd just cut straight across <laughs> and I walked straight into the pond. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I go to that venue, I'm like, I wonder if any dickhead's ever been dumb enough to walk into the pond before. <laughs> The answer is yes, yep. my co-host. Yep. Excellent. So I was just standing there with water up to my knees, wearing my RMs, being like, what has just happened? I was so confused. And my friends my friends watched the whole thing unfold. They're like, oh, I bet Simon's going to walk into the pond. Don't say anything. And they just stood there laughing at me. So, um, But on the plus side, um, the... Uh, the brewery obviously didn't want to get sued, so they gave us 42 shots of gin and mixers. Well, that seems like a surefire way to get sued for, like, responsible service of alcohol. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Like, that, is, 42, that is definitely not RSA, like, <laughs> safe, but, you know, no, whatever. There was a group of 15 of us or okay. something. So. Well, I mean, that's still, like, they're just handing out, like, three shots each to people. But still. I drank most of them, so... So you were, you were having a good time yeah, last weekend. Yeah, yep, good. Excellent. Yep. Love that for you. One chick actually, it happened to a few people that day. One chick actually fell in and went head under. Into the pond. Yeah. I've never, like, as I say, I reckon I've been to Black Brewing Co. A, a dozen times and I've never seen anyone actually fall into that pond before. Yeah, it was the rain that really yeah, created the factor. Yeah, yeah. But this yeah, chick, okay. she was full submerged under the water. <laughs> like whole body underneath. 
I don't know what type of people you associate with Simon, but you might want to consider getting some new friends. I didn't know her. She was just another chick that was at the brewery. Um, well, do you, um, on top of it, do you have any dating dating news? Yeah, moving forward um, uh, on my dating life, no dating news. I'm not talking to anyone. I don't really want to depress our listeners by talking about it. So <laughs> I'm happy to move on to our topic if that's all right, Shannon. <laughs> Look, guys, just to give you a bit of a heads up, like it's, it's been a, a, a rough few weeks since Shannon and Simon land. Part of the reason why the episode has been delayed a few days, we are going to actually talk about it at some point. Just um, not yet. We'll we'll get there in a, in a few episodes' time. But, uh, you know, sometimes life's just not all peaches. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, shit happens. Um, but before we get on to our main topic, you did um, you had a micro topic that you wanted to you oh, wanted yeah. to talk about, Simon. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Uh, please indulge the, the listeners. So I feel like most people would know about this. It's like it's quite a well known thing, or like a meme or a joke that if a girl walks into a guy's house and sees a sees a light up keyboard, then she will instantly leave. And I just think that that's bullshit. Simon takes it personally, guys. <laughs> I don't even have a light-up keyboard, but why why are women so dead against them? They're cool. There's nothing wrong with playing video games. Oh, well, I think that's what it is, that anyone who's got a light-up keyboard, you're like, you're like, maybe they're too into video games is the like the the concern, I guess. You know? No one wants to date a 28-year-old man-child who all they do every night when they get home from work is play video games still. Yeah, maybe. But So I think that's maybe the, like the implication of the light-up keyboard is that that's the type of person that they are. I just hate, I just hate that it's like there's such a, uh, uh, such a hatred towards it. Like, you're not allowed a hobby. Like, oh, it's just like girls think that they're like way too cool for a guy that has a light-up keyboard. Look, it wouldn't concern me, I have to say, if I walked into a guy's room and he had a light-up keyboard. It probably would concern me that he has like a full desktop setup in his room more than anything. Like, don't you have a, like, what, what? I don't have that. Are we still putting these things in our bedrooms? Like, can we not put them in like oh, the study bedroom. or something? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. again, like we're, we're twenty seven <laughs> and thirty. Like, surely we're at a point where we're not just living in our parents' house and have our computers in our bedrooms anymore. That would be the part that concerns me. As the, if the computer was in another room of the house, whatever, you're just, good to go. I just think it's such a unfair thing to be like to be hating on. I reckon if there was memes and attitudes about girls that like star signs, that would be a completely fair sort of type of situation. I mean, there's plenty of memes and things out there about girls who like star signs. <laughs> they're, they're everywhere. <laughs> uh, good. <laughs> um, now, yeah, I said, I said before we started recording that I, I didn't have a micro topic, but I guess I kind of do because we've had a few people slide into the um, Instagram DMs um, on the Farmers and Charmers page, because for the last few episodes, I have been hinting at the fact that I would um, divulge some of my stalking tactics. Um, and I've, I've, we've had a few people message in saying, when are you going to do this? So I figured no time like the present to talk about all the ways in which I have to stalk the person that you're dating. So quick, quick little rundown. There's really not too many of them. I'm not that much of a crazy person, I promise. And uh, as Simon has said before, um, we don't endorse any of these behaviours. Um, but um, like they're, they're there and they're available if you want them. So I'm going to get you with each one, Simon. You can like give me a scale of like one to five how fucking crazy it is. All right. Okay. Yeah, Sounds yeah. good. Ready? Ready? Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll start with the dating apps. Um, 
Tinder, first first dating app that exists. Uh, if you are kind of like seeing someone or if you're in a relationship and you think that they like might potentially be like seeing someone else or whatever, on Tinder, Tinder hides profiles after two weeks. If you haven't been on the app in two weeks, it'll hide your profile. So if you have a friend that comes to you and they're like, oh, I saw the guy that you're seeing on Tinder last night and he's like, no, 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 I haven't been on it in weeks, I promise, in months, I promise, he's lying. Because Tinder hides, as I say, Tinder hides profiles after two weeks yeah, yeah. of inactivity. Yep. So just a nice easy one. If their profile is still popping up on Tinder, they're still using Tinder. Yep. So that's a nice... That's a very good hot tip. Yeah, hot hot tip. Uh, sticking with the hot tips, I don't have any for Hinge. I don't, I don't really know. Like, I don't think Hinge has any kind of easy ways to like figure out if someone's using it still or not. Bumble, on the other hand, um, Bumble will show you the distance that someone is from you. Like it'll say like Simon seven kilometers away or whatever it is. That distance, so you have to, in the order for that distance to update, you actually have to open the app. And if you haven't opened the app, I think it's in about like six to eight hours thereabouts, that distance will go away and it'll just say where you were last. It'll just say Perth rather than Perth seven kilometers away. Does that make oh. sense? So you can tell if someone has recently been on the app or not based on whether or not that distance has updated. If it just says Perth, then they haven't been on the app. Yep. So if every time, you know, if you go on there and the person that you're, you know, seeing or whatever, it never updates their distance from you, then chances are they're actually not using Bumble at all anymore. And you can use that, yeah, to check if they've been active on the app or not. The only reason this won't work is if, like, you know, Simon's in Cogent Up and I'm in Perth. It's only ever going to show Cogent Up and Perth, not Simon 300 kilometres away. So it only really works if you're, like, in the city. Unless you've got Tinder Premium. Yes. Which yes. I don't. Which, which, man, I'm sorry if that's the point that your dating life has come to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's my hot tip with Bumble. Um, people asked me, I told a story a few um, episodes ago about the guy who I was seeing who like I knew that he was lying to me about when he got back to town. That was how. So he'd said that he was like still in Kalgoorlie or whatever it was for work, had like got back into town super late, 10 o'clock at night. And I'd seen that his Bumble profile had updated at like midday that day to say he was back in Perth. So I knew that he was just blatantly like I didn't give a I didn't care that he was back in town, but like it was just the fact that he lied to me about it. It's like, Man, what it. are you unnecessary? Like, the lie is just what did it in for me? I couldn't have actually cared that you didn't message me until ten o'clock at night. But like, why bother to lie about it? Men are just pigs, aren't they? <laughs> you are not wrong, Simon. And you are not wrong. Anyhow, so that's my tips for uh, for the dating apps and how you can use those to suss out what people are doing. Um, are any of those like scale of one to ten, one to five crazy? What are you, what are we what are nah, we going nah, with? Nah. They're all good. They're, they're good. They're just handy little bits of information, you know. I think this is where it starts getting worse. I mentioned in another episode that you can use LinkedIn to stalk people, but you have to put your profile on private. You just go to your settings and yeah, I've it, recently can, figured out how to do that. You can make it private. Um, you know, don't sleep on the LinkedIn. You know, it's it's a handy way to stalk people and just confirm what they're saying. So make sure you make yourself private. Now we'll move on to Instagram. This is probably the handiest thing I've ever figured out, and definitely the most psycho. So if you are on Instagram and you go onto not the app but go onto the desktop side, either using your phone or on a computer, and oh. go onto Instagram that way, and go to someone's profile and click on their followers or who they're following, it will show you in most recent order of who they've followed or who they're following. 
So oh, if you're, yeah, shit. So if you're talking to a guy and you're trying to figure out if he's maybe talking to other girls or not, you can go onto the desktop Instagram site, click who he's following and see how many chicks he started following recently. Whoa. You are welcome, everyone. Whoa. Simon looks terrified. <laughs> no, I'm not scared for myself. I'm just thinking that would have been useful in the past. Yeah. So, and you get, you can do it with both, yeah, who they're following or who's followed them. Because then sometimes it's like, you know, you can check if a girl's maybe, for, you know, for yourself, like, yeah, if a girl's followed someone, but then if that person's actually followed them back Oh, you or can not, check they followed them back. Yeah, you can check both ways. Because it's all very like, you know, sometimes, you know, I might be talking to a guy and some chicks followed him, but if he hasn't followed her back, I don't care. It's just some random girl who's started following him, whatever. But if he's followed her back, then that's when you're like, well, who is this bitch? Mm. So you can check check both ways. So that is my big Instagram tip. You have to do it. As I say, it only works on the desktop site. So you've got to go onto either your phone or onto a computer and go to like an internet browser and log into Instagram that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then go to someone's profile. Yeah. And on top of using desktops, there is also a Facebook one. So if you go to the Facebook desktop site on a computer and go to someone's friends, you can see who they recently added as a friend on Facebook. I don't know why that doesn't exist on the app. It only exists on desktop. Hmm. So again, similar thing if you're trying to figure out if the person that you're seeing has like recently added anyone else as a Facebook friend, do it on a desktop site and you can see who their recently added friends are. I just don't think of that stuff, you know. I just want to be trusting and not... <laughs> I didn't say that any of these things, as I say, guys, we don't endorse stalking the people that you're dating, but, you know. God, it'd just be nice to meet someone you don't have to worry about that stuff. Well, it would. <coughs> it really would. But, uh, you know, seems unlikely, doesn't it, mm. in this day and age? Well, yep. we, guys, we've both become real cynical in the last few weeks, I'm not going to lie. So All girls have about 10, 10 other guys in the DMs and you're, you're last on the list. And so do all guys. So. So. Anyhow, that's about the uh, the crux of it. So that that brings me to I think I think that's the end of my my stalking ones. Out of all of those, which is the most psycho? Uh, none really. None really. Nah, no. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I think honestly, learning that Instagram one was. Uh, I learned that off another podcast. Has, has that has that given you like? Has that ever helped you? Um, helped me no, in terms of like it making me feel better. Obviously not, but there has been times where I've been like kind of wondering like where I'm at with a guy and being able to be like, okay, like this is still definitely just like casual sort of, you know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. when you're kind of not really sure and be like, oh no, like they're clearly talking to like other people, a lot of like other people, but it's been at points where like I didn't really care if that was the case. I just wanted to know. So I've never yeah. hurt my own feelings by doing it and I've never but like, you know, gotten any like concrete answers either way. But, yeah. I feel like it would just hurt my... If I did that, that would just cause... It would create potential for hurting feelings or just make me more stressed. More paranoid? Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, that's the thing, though. Because, like, they add this person and you don't know who that person is, so to speak. Like, it could... You know, they add, they start following a new person on Instagram. You don't know if that's a girl that they've just started talking to or if it's an old friend from primary school that yeah, they've exactly. just randomly decided... Like, it, it's not concrete by any means. It could also be, you know, they could have just started following one of their mates or whoever it is. Like, it's not a, a concrete, you know, idea by any means. But if I think it's more that, like, 
you know, as a girl, if I was to be, you know, look at a guy's profile and since him and I started following on Instagram, each other on Instagram, he'd also followed 10 other girls, then I'm like, okay, no, you're just like out here talking to literally anyone with a pulse. What about those guys that like follow like heaps of Instagram models and stuff? So you can tell that though. Because they're like, this is the thing, like if you can see who they've recently followed, you can then go to that person's profile. And yes, if it's an Instagram model with 10,000 followers, I don't fucking care. Yeah, she's hot. Like, that's got to be, that's got to be a red flag though. Like you've got, you've fought, you say you've got like 500 followers, but you follow a thousand people, 500 of them are like Insta chicks. Eh. You don't, that doesn't phase you? Nah. I'd be interested to hear what other girls um, think of that. Think of that. Nah, I don't know. Yeah. There's plenty of like memes and TikToks about how girls are like turned on by guys that have like only like two, like 200 followers or or follow 200 people or even have no posts. Apparently mm-hmm. having no posts is, is a turn on. Mm-hmm. I mean, in general, I think like I've seen it and I've heard people say before that when guys don't have Instagram at all, that's a good thing for that exact reason. I, it just doesn't, I don't know, for, like, and I, this is definitely something that I could not concretely say for all women, even remotely, but no, it just really doesn't phase me Interesting. who other people are following. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think um, for me, for like, if a girl has less followers, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Like sometimes I'll, I'll add a girl and she'll have 300 followers and I'll be like, oh, that's, that's good. It means she's like, actually just follows possibly got a yeah. personality yeah i mean there was a someone that i was talking to you know a couple of months ago and i remember he had like just under 300 followers but was following easily over a thousand accounts yeah but they were all like he works in hospitality and they were all like bars and oh like, so you like, naturally just, went through them all well duh I was like, <laughs> Who is this bitch following it's a thousand people but yeah it was like bars and restaurants and like all of that type of stuff so obviously because he works in that worked in that industry then that was all of the like types of accounts that he was following yeah but we, i'm not gonna lie when i first saw it i was like how does someone have like 300 followers and be following over a thousand accounts like that's a very big mismatch it is a very in, big mismatch. in numbers so i got i mainly got curious it makes like, you question a, things. i was like that's a weird amount of yeah and then i looked and it was just like it's just like literally every single bar in perth <laughs> he's following i think um your number of followers can be an indication of whether you're good looking or not. Yeah. Like that's usually the first thing I look at if I add, add a girl. I'll be like, oh, yeah, she's got over a thousand followers. She probably, there's a good chance she's good looking. Mm. And then I'll start looking at photos. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, I don't know. Just who people are following on Instagram just really doesn't, yeah, doesn't doesn't bother me. Fair enough. As I say, it would bother me, I would, like it would bother me more if... I was talking to a guy and since we started following each other, he'd also followed five other girls who like clearly lived in Perth and are around our age and also only have 300 followers. That's way more concerning to me than him following some Instagram model that yeah. lives in LA. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. He doesn't have a chance with the Instagram model that lives in LA. <laughs> the other five chicks, they're my competition. Yep. As I say, everyone, use these things wisely, you know, don't hurt your own feelings by figuring out this information well did you remember when instagram used to have the activity button and you could mm, see you could see what other people liked, liked. Yeah. man that was toxic that was a trap yeah the other one that's a good um uh stalking tip this oh this kind of this could kind of fall into like less ethical sort of territory yeah. um it's We're like here now. We're on this if train someone's showing you something on their instagram and they're on their own profile and it says 
like you know how it says Shannon Beatty and 20 others like this mm-hmm. photo yeah so on their profile the person whose name shows up mm-hmm. is the person who's you've looked at their profile the most out of all the people that have liked it. So ah, if you, okay, so if I was to go onto one of my posts, like my most recent post, whoever shows up as the first person yep. is the person whose profile I visited the most. Yeah, yeah. And so if you just look at the whole profile, the person whose name shows up the most out of all your photos is potentially someone who you're looking at their profile quite frequently. No, it's my best friend. Yeah. Hey, Kayla, literally every single post. Yeah, so... Which, Which makes sense. sense. Yeah. But oh, if no, that, that was like, that's let's say, say that's if you were, yep, okay. yep. let's say yeah, if yep. you were with a guy and he was looking at it and there was another dude's name popping up there, mm-hmm. then potentially something to worry about. Interesting. All right. Should we move on to some ter- terminology now yeah. that we've been shit talking <laughs> for 25 yeah. minutes? This happens every week now. <laughs> well, like, we'll just do a quick 10 minute intro <laughs> 25 really, minutes later. Really digressed. All right, so um, I've got a list of terminologies and some of them we have already figured out that Simon doesn't know. So we're going to do the the obvious ones first and we're going to kind of give the definition of them and then chat about times that they've happened. Sometimes we're going to need to chat because they're very obvious. And then there's some other ones that I'm going to say and see if Simon can guess what it means. Yep. As yep. I am, well, you know, we said that these are terms of youth and I am the more youthful one out of the two of us. So uh, uh. it makes sense <laughs> that I might know what they are. All right. So the most obvious one in modern terminology is ghosting. Yep. Simon, would you like to explain to our lovely listeners what ghosting is just in case? <laughs> I think we all know what ghosting is, but it's where um, you are sort of seeing someone or start seeing someone or been on a date with them and instead of just letting you down, they will just not reply. They're a ghost. They become a ghost. Farmers and Charmers, key message, we don't endorse ghosting. So they, no, you are we... one of our listeners. You do not do that. If you do ghost, you may stop listening to the podcast. And I stand by that statement. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if there's anyone out there that um, would call you out for ghosting, Shannon, make you... Not not lately. I have not I have not ghosted since like I became single the last... Like, so in 18 months. What about, have Before, you ever... Oh, in the past, yeah, 100%, I used to ghost, without a doubt. What about, um, would you classify someone like texting you, like if you've never met them and they're like, and you don't reply? No, that count that's as not ghosting, no. Okay, it's so only if you've been on a date. Oh, if you've, like if you've been, is it, if you've been on a date or if you've been talking and you've like maybe set up a date and they just stop replying, then maybe. What about if but, the convo fizzles out on Tinder? No, no, that's not ghosting. Okay. That's just a, I don't. I think it only counts as ghosting if you've either been on a date or if you have a date set up. So uh, if I'm talking to someone and we're like, yeah, sure, let's grab drinks on Tuesday night and then it gets to Tuesday and I never hear from him again and I message and I'm like, hey, are we still on for drinks tonight? And he never replies, then that's ghosting yeah, yeah, because yep. you actually had something teed up. Yeah, 100%. But if it's just you've sent a few messages back and forth on Tinder or Bumble or Hinge or whatever it is, and then one person just stops replying, then no, that's not ghosting. Yeah, right. That's just modern-day dating shit, but it's not ghosting. Yeah, God, it's shit. Cynical over here, guys. <laughs> really sorry. Um, okay. Gaslighting? Gaslighting. Would you like to explain to everyone what gaslighting is? I don't know if that falls under the um, the modern sort of lingo, but it's – it's more of a psychological thing, isn't it, mm-hmm. really? but It's a term that's become very common, though, in modern times. Yeah. Gaslighting is when you confront your partner on something that they're doing wrong and then they make you feel like a crazy person. Um, mm-hmm. 
instead. So they just flip mm-hmm. it back on you. Mm-hmm. Usually yeah. when you're dating a narcissist. Do you have an example of a time that you've been gaslighted? Not that I want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, well, my, my very obvious example of this one, um, my previous relationship right towards the end of our relationship, um, we had like a relatively amicable breakup. I'm going to put that out there, like no ill feeling towards this guy whatsoever. But um, right before we broke up, we went on a holiday up north and we went camping along the Gibber Road uh, in the Kimberley with my best friend and my boyfriend at the time. And the whole trip, it just felt like he didn't really – like he was more concentrated on making sure my friend was having a good time and all of that than me. And it wasn't that I thought there was anything going on there. That wasn't it at all. But I was just kept asking him like, what's going on? Like you've really seen more, like it was, hey, it was my birthday trip, but like, you know, you're not really paying all that much attention to me sort of thing. Like, mm. is there anything going on? And he kept telling, like literally using the words, you're overreacting, you're being crazy. Why are you doing this? Like, why are you trying to ruin the holiday for everyone? Blah, blah, blah. We got back from that trip on a Thursday and on the Saturday he broke up with me. Wow. And then I was like, so I wasn't being crazy. Like you knew, and he told me that like that entire holiday, he knew that he wanted to break up with me, but he didn't want to ruin the holiday because we already had it booked and everything was already paid for. So he decided to go along anyway. But yeah, the entire time he was telling me that I was being crazy for thinking that it felt like he didn't really want to be around me. Well, of course he didn't really want to be around me. He was literally planning on breaking up with me when we got back. So... (laughs) Fucking hell. That is my 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 best example that I have of being gaslit right, yep. right at the end of a relationship. So that was that was fun. Anyhow, um, next on the list, uh, ro- having a roster. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What is what is having a roster? Having a roster is where you're talking to multiple multiple girls. Like it's almost like a schedule where you're talking. Oh, what well, probably works works the other way as well. Girls or guys? Most definitely does. You're talking to multiple, not just like two or three, but like 10 at once. And it's like, it becomes more of a scheduling thing. You send them all the same message. You, you like. I think this is very common for people that are doing the casual thing. They'll normally be doing the casual thing with like two or three people at least. That way, if one of them like goes away on holidays, they've still got someone else to hang out with. Yeah. And yeah, it does become a scheduling thing where you're like, I see girl number one on Tuesdays and girl number two on Thursdays and like girl number three comes over on Sundays. That's quite an extreme version of it. But like, I feel the the most common use of it would be when people want to hedge their bets in the talking Mm -hmm. phase and they're just like, have, have a few girls in the talking Mm -hmm. phase on the, on the assumption that only a certain percentage of them are going to work out. I think having a roster At least you have someone at the end. Yeah. It's surely, (laughs) like, I would think that in the talking stage, it's really common. Like, when I am on the apps, obviously I've deleted them because I'm enlightened and I deleted all my dating apps um, for now. But when I was on them, you know, regularly, like, I was normally talking to three or four people at least at once Mm. on the apps. Yeah, it's fine. As a bare minimum. Like, and you're going normally going out on dates with two or three people at a time, you know, one or two people at a time. A lot of those only end up being first dates, maybe, you know, but like you head, as you say, you're hedging your bets so that if you go out on a date with one of them, if you're only talking to one person and you go out on a date with that person and the date's shit, then you've got to like start all over again. Whereas if you are talking to three or four people, you go out on a date with one of them, it's crap. You've got you don't your backups. You see that person anymore and then you've got backups and you've got like other dates already lined up ready to go. But then the problem with it is that um, sometimes you may not just end up with one and you start sort of getting closer and closer with more than one and then you're kind of stuck. Yeah. 
And it does also lead to the whole thing of like always wondering if the grass is going to be greener on the other side. You know, that's like how the apps just work now. They're always like, ooh, is there going to be someone better? Could there be someone better? You know, there's that constant like, maybe I can find a better one. Yeah, I think that's the, one of the huge, huge issues with modern dating. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about this another point, guys. Um, okay, let's see. I think I'm now getting to the ones that I like. We, we'll see if you are, if you know what they are. Um, love bombing. Not quite sure on this one. Um, I'll I'll have a have a crack. Yeah, I'll have a bit of a guess. Yeah. Uh, it'd be something to do with like when you first start meeting someone and you're like throw all this like affection at them and and um and like like gifts and like you know do go to a lot of effort for them right at the start all in one go mm-hmm. that is precisely what love bombing is it's also something that's really common that people with like narcissistic tendencies will do um but yeah when someone you know right from the get-go you go on one date and they message you straight afterwards and they say that they had such an amazing time and they can't wait to see you again and they're like so interested and they just bombard you with all of this affection in the first like few weeks, first month, first few months, whatever it might be of dating to make you fall in love with them. And then they pull the rug out from underneath you. Do you think that they do that deliberately or is it a subconscious thing? I, th- I, I would think it's both. Like some people would be doing it deliberately because they know guys, it's very common for guys. And this is why I suggest to women to not say it, but for women who will normally not like to sleep with someone until they've gone on five, ten days, you know, people that have that rule, so to speak, that they won't sleep with someone until, yeah, they've gone on at least five or seven dates or whatever it might be. Jeez, that's quite a long time. And the guy will know that, so they'll love bomb so that they can get those dates in quicker and they'll, like, purposely try and set lots of dates up really quickly, you know, see that girl two, three times a week so that then he can sleep with her and then bail pretty much, which is why, women, I tell you that there is no point in holding out on a guy because if he wants to sleep with you, he will wait around for seven days to do that and still ghost you if he's an asshole. (laughs) Like, it's really not going to matter if you sleep with someone on the first date or the seventh. If the guy's a dick, the guy's a dick and he's going to ghost you regardless. Um, Yeah, so that is love bombing. It is just – and it is one that I would actually say that, like, people need to be wary of, so to speak. Like, again, it sounds really cynical, but if you are seeing someone and – after one date, they're, you know, talking about, yeah, how amazing you are and, like, planning all these things for the future with you. Like, be a little bit wary of it. I'm not saying stop seeing them or anything like that, but just be cautious of the fact that, yeah, they might be love bombing. And it might not necessarily be to try and sleep with you, but, like, they might be trying to get something from you or try and, yeah, make you fall in love with them. Because, like, no, theoretically, no one actually falls in love after a first date. I don't care how great it was. Mm. So, yeah, if someone is displaying that behaviour, just be a little cautious of what they're doing and try and slow it down a little bit if you can. All right, are you ready for the next one? Yep, hit me. All right, what is breadcrumbing? Oh, yeah. Another one that I'm not 100% sure on, but Mm -hmm. I'll have a stab. Mm -hmm. I think it's where, like, when you're not really that interested and you just sort of throw the – like, someone's making an effort for you and you just sort of throw them a few crumbs until eventually the trail runs out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's when you're – yeah, exactly as Simon said. You're not really super interested in someone, but you're not, like, willing to cut them off entirely yet just in case. So you send them a message, like, every couple of days or, you know, like, just – and you're not really, like, asking too many questions, but you're giving them just enough – to keep them on the hook yeah. in case you change your mind. Yeah, yeah. 
Exactly. We've all been through that. Every, everyone, 100%. Anyone who has dated within the last decade has been breadcrumbed by someone uh, at some point in their worst life. Worst thing ever. And it's just, it leads you to just being really confused because you're like, does this person actually like me? Like, they're not really trying to tee up dates with me, but they're still sending me a message every few days. Like, maybe they're just busy, you know? Maybe if I, tr- maybe if I play my cards right, I might be able to get them. Yeah. Maybe if I just, like, keep being cool and casual and, you know, nah, just call them out. And be like, do you actually want to hang out or not? Because if this is all it's going to be, then yes, leave me alone. yes. Yes. Call them out. If, yeah, yes. if someone is breadcrumbing you and they're just sending you messages every couple of days and like not really teeing up anything to hang out, just call them out on it. Ask if you're actually going to hang out or not. Say that you don't want to be pen pals. Yep. And I if nice. they say no, then they say no. Who bloody cares? All right. We're getting to the uh, the the more interesting ones now. I'm at benching. No. No. No don't don't want to have a take stab on that one. Oh, I got nah. no idea on that nah. one, Shannon. Benching is it's pretty much like with your roster, tease in with having a roster. So benching is when you've got someone on your roster and you you fully put them on the bench. Oh. So you don't like you're not really talking to them, you're not like you're not teeing up dates with them or anything like that. But they're on the bench and you might call them up yeah, again. You can sub them in at any yeah, point. Yeah, you might yeah. call them up again if like someone else falls off the roster, then you might call someone in off the bench. Oh. So kind of like rostering, breadcrumbing and benching all kind of like tee in together. Because theoretically, if someone's on your bench, you might yep. be breadcrumbing them to keep them interested enough yep. that then you can bring them off the bench and put them back on the roster. Yep. You know, it all, it all tees in. <laughs> All right, let's see what else do I have. Um, so, oh, this one, we do, we talked about this one already, so I've already explained to Simon what this one is, but uh, so I'll let him explain it. But our cuffing season, or cuffing? Cuffing? We just we literally just talked about it before we? we started recording. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> um, no, no, wow, is my memory that bad? <laughs> <laughs> Would you, would you like me to, to yeah, explain what cuffing is? Yeah, I don't know how Guys, I got that. This one's really more of like, I've like it's quite common to hear in like American TV shows and stuff. It's definitely not as common here, but it still exists. And pretty much it's where just before winter kicks in, people will start dating someone like, you know, for us around like April, May, so that they've got someone to like cuddle up with during the cold weather. So April, May, just before winter, like really hits is known as cuffing season where everyone is just like latching on to someone who will do. So they've got someone to keep them warm for a couple of months. It's probably not going to be a long-term relationship. Yep. So yeah, yep. that, cuffing, cuffing season. That was um, what you said 10 minutes before we started recording. Yeah. yeah, probably only two minutes before we started recording. So why do you think the term, where, where do you think the name I don't know, to be honest. I have absolutely no idea where the term cuffing would come from, but hmm. it is. I'm like, a, we would all know people that have done it, but yeah, suddenly... You know, they've been, you know, they've been doing, been doing their hot girl summer thing, hot yep. boy summer thing, and then the weather starts getting a little bit cooler, and they're like, you'll do for the next couple of months until I can go live my best single life yeah, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much, yeah. you know? Yeah. No one's going out as much in winter, as I said, I've gone into hibernation, you know? would have been nice to find someone to cuff up with for winter, but alas, oh, it didn't, didn't happen. All right, next we have zombieing. I reckon you could take a stab at this one if, well, if, if you don't know what it is. Zombieing has to be similar to ghosting. Mm-hmm. But? Um, but not quite. It's kind of like halfway ghosting because you're not like fully dead. So you're like, 
Or you've come... Oh, I know, I yeah, know. Yeah, he's, he's called on. It's he's when he ghost and yeah. then you come back from the dead out of nowhere. Yes. Yeah. Someone has ghosted and then two weeks later you get the old, you up? <laughs> you got zombied. <laughs> I love how proud you are of yourself figuring that out. Yes. He's like, I got it. I feel like I'm on National Treasure or something. <laughs> this is who wants to be an millionaire. <laughs> You're in the hot seat. <laughs> all right, let's see if you can get this one. These are all like kind of similar vibes now. So okay. I'm haunting. Oh, haunting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nah, I, 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 uh, nah, nah. can't tell you. Sorry. Haunting is again uh, someone's ghosted you, but they're still looking at your Instagram stories. They're not do, not like uh, engaging with you in any way, but they're still looking at every single Instagram story that you post, yeah. and they're haunting you after. They died. Yep. And then along a very similar line, orbiting. Orbiting. Yeah. No. Again, so orbiting is almost exactly the same as haunting, but when they are like, they might be reacting to your stories. So they're not like, they've ghosted you and they're not like engaging with you in any way. They're not like sending you messages, nothing like that, but they're like fire reacting to your stories and that's, that's it. So weird. They're orbiting. You know, yep. and they, they might be planning on pulling a little zombie stunt at some point. Yep. You never know. All right. This is my last one um, uh, that I can guarantee you have not heard of, but I think it's a very important one. Um, monkey branching. Wow. Any guesses? No. <laughs> um, so monkey branching is where someone who's in a relationship decides that they want to break up with their partner, but they start kind of laying the foundations with someone else so that they can monkey branch from one relationship to the next. People wow. that just really can't be alone. They might not even necessarily know that they're doing it on purpose as well. These people, like people that are like this, are just really like they have to be in a relationship. They have to be with someone. They can't be by themselves. Yeah. So they'll break up with someone and then two weeks later, they'll be in a relationship with someone else and they've just like a monkey branched from one, you know, just swung from one relationship to the next. And that's shit behaviour. We don't condone we that We absolutely do not condone that. And normally if they're monkey branching, it's going to be with like the person that they told you not to worry about. Mm. Um, I think you've missed one very important oh, one. I was going to say, do you have any others? Yeah, you've missed a very, oh, very yeah, important yeah, one. Yeah. Simping. Oh. I don't think there's anything wrong with simping. I don't know why it's such a negative term. I'm so glad that it got invented. It's great. It just calls out those people, you know. What is wrong with a guy being in love with his girlfriend and making that well known? Hey, why hey, is that a bad thing? Works both ways. Girls okay. can be simps too. And why is that a bad thing if a girl loves her boyfriend and like wants to do nice things for him? No, it's great, but it's like it go. You can go too far with it, and you dog the boys. I just. I just, I, I, simping is a term which really bugs me. Oh, I love it. I love it it's it like, implies that there's something wrong with like being affectionate and like putting your partner first. Why is that a bad thing? That's what everyone should be doing. Yeah. I don't know. Just, I'm not a fan of the term simping. Maybe that's why I left it out on purpose. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I have a, I have a real issue with it. Um, if you guys have any others, please let us know. We'll continue to do this. Let it like, Occasionally, they can be our micro topics going forward. If you have any other terms, how good are micro topics? <laughs> it's actually our new favorite part of every episode. <laughs> the main part of it we don't really care about. We just love getting to go on our own little mini rants at the beginning of yeah, each episode. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, so do you have any terms that you, you've heard that you think we should chat about? Let us know. Please do. Do. Have, do you have any other terms, Sim, that you can think of? Uh, only simping was only simping. all I could think of. No. All right. Well, yeah, guys, let us know if you've got any others. Let us know if you've got any micro topics that you want us to, to discuss. Let us know if you've got any questions that you want us to answer. All right. Well, I think that brings us to another end of another episode. Um, thank you guys for tuning in again. And as I say, sorry, we were a couple of days late. But yeah, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. That is where you will hear any updates. Um, we do have about like a bit over a month, six weeks until applications for the actual like dating show section of Farmers and Charmers are going to open. So stay tuned for that. And when we do that, we are also going to have ways to like help yourself like increase your chances of, of being matched with someone so we'll announce that within the next few weeks um other than that yeah if you're following us on apple Podcasts, don't forget to leave us a cheeky little review and tag us when you're listening to the pod as well we love to see where you guys are listening so if you're in the tractor seating or going for a drive somewhere and listening to simon and i talk shit then please tag us yeah there. bloody oath, please we, would, do. we would love to see where you guys are listening um, and other than that, have a good couple of weeks and we will be back soon. See you guys.